Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you for listening. This will be the first of a two-part episode. In this episode, I will give my takes on the best games in Week 7 in the NFL, talk a little college football, a little baseball with my limited commentary on the World Series, and I will close with UFC 254. And in part two of this episode, which will be recorded later, I'll be talking with a couple of New England Patriot fans about my 49ers versus the New England Patriots this weekend, and we will do a profile on Jimmy Garoppolo. So without further ado, let's get started with episode one. My opening take starts out with last night's game between the New York Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this game wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, as both teams played pretty hard and tried to win this game. The Giants had a chance to win this game. They were up 11 points with just over five minutes to go, but their defense could not hold. As Carson Wentz led two touchdown drives in the final four minutes to propel the Eagles to a 22-21 victory. Carson Wentz had a big game. He had 359 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. The winning touchdown went to backup running back Boston Scott on a nice back shoulder throw by Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz has been struggling this year, but you can't count him out because the guy has heart and he plays very hard. Now, will this help the Eagles take control of that division? Well, it's there's the win. And there's the lose. Of course, the bad news in this game was Deshaun Jackson, who had just returned from injury, is down again with a high ankle sprain and has to go on IR. So he'll be out a few weeks. As for the Giants, it's hard to be a Giants and Jets fan right now. But to be fair to the Giants, the Giants have a new head coach, new coaching staff, so that's not the problem. The problem is they have terrible office leadership. It's time for Dave Gettleman to go. I'm sure Giants fans would agree with that because he's done nothing to improve this team over the last several years. So I'm going to give them somewhat of a pass because of the new coaching. Hopefully they'll get better leadership in the front office next year to help this new coaching staff of Coach Judge put together a winning team. Of course, for the Jets, they're just a dumpster fire all over. I mean, they need new leadership in the front office and in the coaching. I mean... 
It's going to be hard for Sam Donald to even play football knowing that you got all these Trevor Lawrence whispers swirling all over the Jets organization. Of course, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I have to have to look at that very carefully. I know it's it's a privilege to play in the NFL, but why go go someplace if there's no structure there and waste your talents like Sam Donald is doing right now? So for all you New York fans, as a 49er fan, I've been there. And so I feel your pain. Now let's go to the games. There's some excellent games in the NFL this weekend. We'll start with the Battle of the Unbeatens, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Tennessee Titans. Now both these teams are playing good football. But I like the Steelers more than I like the Titans. And I'll tell you why. The Steelers are clicking on all cylinders on offense. Ben Roethlisberger is my pick for comeback player of the year thus far. And the defense of the, of the Steelers, they're playing lights out. As for the Titans, I mean, Derrick Henry is playing like a boss. That's why I say he needs to be in the MVP conversation. And Tannehill is actually playing pretty well as well. As, as, Pretty good as well. But I don't trust the Tennessee defense. Their defense is very suspect. They give up a lot of points and a lot of yards. So that's the reason why, while I think it's going to be a close game, because Derrick Henry and Tannehill are going to keep the Steelers in it. But in the end, I believe the Steelers are the better team. They got the better quarterback and the better defense. So this game, the Steelers will win this game by seven. I'm going to say 27 to 20. Now, another game that's going to be pretty good is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, the Raiders are coming off a bye week. But they got some problems. Their tackle, Trent Brown, tested positive for COVID-19. And because of that, John Gruden had to send the whole offensive line home for contract contact tracing and testing. But so far, as I speak, there have been no new positive test so this game's going to happen this game was scheduled for Sunday night football but because of COVID concerns the NFL decided to move this game to the 405 slot and put what I believe is a better game on Sunday night football the Seahawks versus the Arizona Cardinals get to see if division foes beat up on each other after watching the 49ers play the Patriots at 425 Now, even though the Raiders, was after before this COVID test, were riding high after 
a huge upset victory two weeks ago against their rivals, the Kansas City Chiefs. But I still am not trusting their defense 100%. I need to see more consistency. They picked the wrong offense to go against. I mean, if we get the same offense we got last week from Tom Brady and company, the Raiders are in big trouble. And guess what? They are in big trouble. Because I look for Tom Brady and that offense to duplicate what they did last week against this defense. And the Tampa Bay beef defense is also for real. I look for them to punish Carr throughout a good part of this game. Slow down the running game of the Raiders. And I believe they will win this one by by at least 10, 31 to 21. Now the Panthers are going to be taking on the Saints. In a, in a battle for the NFC South. Of course, the Saints got some bad news. I mean, first... Michael Thomas was supposed to come back this week, but he tweet, but he got an injury in practice. So now that puts the game in question. And now Emmanuel Sanders may have gotten tested positive for COVID-19, so he had to be put on the list. So he may not be playing. He's not going to be playing this Sunday. Of course, this makes this game a little bit closer than I think it would be had Emmanuel Sanders played and made, and even Michael Thomas. So I'm still going to take the Saints, but barely. Barely. I'm going to probably say, hmm, I'm going to say 26-21 Saints. Because I believe the Saints' defense is a little bit better. And I think they'll slow down Bridgewater just enough. Now, the other game that I'm going to be looking forward to is going to be the Sunday night game that was that was moved. The Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals. Two division foes of my 49ers going at it. This one's going to be a shootout. Now, I know the Seahawks are 5-0. Russell Wilson's playing at an MVP level. But the reason this is going to be a closer game because the Seahawks' defense is suspect. I mean, they're, going to have, they're not going to have Jamal Adams there again this week. But Kyler Murray in that offense... If they get it going, it's going to be a long day for the Seahawks. I mean, if Kyler Murray combined with Hopkins and even Fitzgerald might have a chance to have a, a nice game in this matchup. Along with Drake in the running game, then this team, then they have a chance. So here's the way I, I, I see this. This game's going to go down to the fourth quarter. It's going to be who has the ball last. I'm going to say this. I kind of trust Arizona's defense a little bit. I think Buda Baker, is he's playing like a boss this year. 
I mean, usually when we think about Arizona's secondary, we think about Patrick Peterson. But we haven't heard nothing from him thus far this season. But Buda Baker, he's definitely playing like a boss. So I'm going to give the Arizona Cardinals this victory at the very end. 30-27. Now, of course, in the next episode, we'll be talking 49ers, New England Patriots with a couple of guests. So stay tuned for that. Now let's switch gears to college football. Now, there's not a lot of standout games this Saturday, but the big story is the return of the Big Ten. Yes, the Big Ten starts its football season tonight when Wisconsin takes on Illinois. And of course, on Saturday, Michigan will be taking on Minnesota and Ohio State will be taking on Nebraska. Now, I'm not going to make any predictions here on these games because I need to see what these teams do. Especially the fact that Penn State, the following Saturday, will be taking on Ohio State. So I need to see something from these teams to see what kind of team they have before I make a prediction. So besides that, ain't ain't no other games that really stand out. I mean, Alabama is taking on Tennessee. I mean, that's not even a rivalry, even though they'll make it seem like this is SEC. I mean, Alabama's probably going to beat them by about 30. Nick Saban will smack around another assistant. So, but I will talk about the the college football games on Monday and tell you what I see from the Big Ten. Now for my limited baseball commentary. The World Series is at one game apiece. And game three is tonight. Gotta give kudos to Clayton Kershaw for having a strong game one. Because we know he's used to failures in big games, but he came up big in that first game. Along with Mookie Betts. But in the second game... It was, the, it was the Rays pitching that came through for them. But I'm still sticking with my prediction. The Dodgers in five. Because it's all set up for them. I still believe offensively they're the better team. So I'm sticking with that. And now I'm going to end this episode with UFC 254. Khalip versus Justin Gije. This is going to be a, big, a huge fight. This is actually going to be a very good fight. I mean, you got two guys who got great stand-up. I mean, Gije, he's got some wrestling even though they say he doesn't he doesn't use as much in the in the UFC, but he's got it. He's probably gonna need it. Cause Khalib is gonna try to wrestle 
with him as well to stand up. But he does have, like, Gichi has good takedown defense. But that's not going to stop Khalid from trying. I believe this fight is going all five rounds. That's right. All five rounds for Khalif's championship title. I believe that Khalif, because I believe he's actually the better fighter, is going to get at least a couple of takedowns that will help propel him to a five-round decision. So Khalif will still be UFC lightweight champion when this is all said and done. Now, this will conclude part one of this episode of Sports Takes Galore. Stay tuned for part two, which will be coming up later today, where I'll be talking with two other podcasters, one from the podcast The Morse Code, and the other from Armchair Commentary. Both of these men are New York, New England Patriot fans. And we will talk about the matchup between my 49ers and their Patriots. Along with, we'll be talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, his time in New England, what they thought about him then, and what do they think about him now. So stay tuned for that. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, along with other podcast platforms. You can follow me on social media at tw- on Twitter at ggsports13. Thank you again for listening and downloading. And look out for part two of this episode. Talk to you then.